The Call of an Era by Maddie Main Part 2, Chapter 9 The Beginning of the End The moment I felt so free from the world was the day I found out I was pregnant. Isaac and I were starting a family. So many times when I would talk to my best girlfriends years ago, we imagined our future. Now I don't even know where they are. In my dreams, I'd see our child. Nab. Yeah? I roll over. Baby, you're talking in your sleep again. He laughs. Really? Water droplets roll off my belly in the shower. As a teenager, I remember pushing out my stomach, imagining what I'd look like when I'd be pregnant. Random kicks and movements surprise me. We were alone in our world. Isaac loved taking photos of me and of my belly. It had been almost a year since we'd been on the island. Gabriel's grave rests on the hill by the hammock tree. Isaac and I had no clue what was going on in the outside world. It was just like one of the regular walks on the beach when we saw a boat coming towards us. Isaac grabbed my hand. We'll be okay, he says. We walked back home knowing eventually we'd be found. Should we pack stuff up? I ask. Maybe. I I don't know. A knock at the door. Stay here. Isaac leaves me in our room to answer the door. Hello? Isaac Nova, the man asked. Yes? Are you alone here? Isaac didn't answer. Is Nabri Matthews here? The man's voice grew. Yes, sir, Isaac replies. Anyone else here? No, sir. Orders from the president that all citizens are tested, protected, and brought back. You have five minutes to pack. My heart dropped when I heard. All I could think about was my baby. Should I tell them I'm pregnant? Would they make us safe or in danger? They took us on the boat. They came on. As we got closer to land, it smelt different. What's happened? I asked. Chaos, says the soldier. How long were you guys on that island? Almost a year, I say. You missed a lot. Landed the free, ha, he scoffed. People went crazy, you wouldn't recognize America. Buildings were crumbling down. Trees burnt to the ground. A weird silence hovered the air. The boat docked. Shh. We must hurry. Why? I ask. Why would soldiers be afraid? What's happened to America? Two cars pulled up and a girl in a uniform gets out. Alright, let's go. We rush to the car. Yelling and loud noises grow as we get closer to the car. Hurry! Run faster! Go! All in one moment, our lives changed. What had become of our old home? Our people have changed. Their voices are controlled, but they're blinded by it. The instigators of this life pull in the wheat. Maybe it was on an aha moment or just a realization. Do I really want to raise a family in this chaos? History has taken its course. Bottled rage, childish cries, broken homes and empty pockets. What would I be doing now? none of this happened. Would I be married? Across the world? Building a company? 
dreaming of a family. I couldn't really think of the what-ifs anymore. I look over to Isaac, proud and thankful for him. My foot goes numb. Isaac! I scream. We are three steps away from the car and I'm hit. The soldiers divide, one putting Isaac in the car and they go. The other one goes back to carry me. My leg starts bleeding out. Pressure, apply pressure. What things I learned so long ago. We are in the car and I can't stop screaming. Please calm down, they yell at me. I wasn't screaming at the pain all the way. More that Isaac left. Will I see him? Where did he go? The drive felt three times longer than what it was. They rushed me to a doctor to try and save my leg. For the next four months, I walked with a lump, slowly getting better. They're going to find out soon, Isaac. Next month or sooner, I'll have the baby. He sat there looking out. I walk over, putting my hands on his shoulders. What are you thinking about? His eyes looked heavy, his voice silently forming words. We need to be careful. There's whispers of something, hap something happening soon. And with the baby, I don't know what we'll do. I can't always be carrying stuff in front of my belly. It's huge. I've never seen a pregnant belly this big. I laugh. We have to be serious. Thanks. We gotta think things through he says. That night I laid there amazed that a person was being made. Isaac's stillness was one of the most beautiful things. I love you, I say. The next morning was the same like the last four months. Everyone gathered in the hall for medication, testing, food, new supplies, etc. Since Isaac worked for the government, he worked testing. He always made me laugh when he tested me. Good morning, everyone. I'm glad to see everyone settled in. Every day we get new members. Your safety is so precious to us. Now we have special doctors and nurses finally to help us. Each family has their own time slot today. Other than that, no n news. Um, have a great rest of your day. It was so weird to be so close to the president, but no one was a threat here. We were almost ushered to wait in line. So what is this for? What's new? Could they tell if I'm pregnant? It seemed like the most old normal thing. Isaac and I were holding hands, patiently waiting. Mr. and Mrs. Nova, room three is ready for you, a lady says. I stand up to walk to the door. Wait. Isaac is standing there, not moving. Isaac, they called us, let's go. His face changed to one I've never seen. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Nova. I'm Dr. Freeman. I'll be here to answer your questions and help you. Dr. Freeman had a look I didn't feel the most comfortable with. Alright, I will bring my nurses in and they will draw your blood, give you guys your immunization shot. He told the truth. Three nurses came in and set up the needle kits. I smiled at Isaac, but he didn't smile back. All right, this might sting, says a nurse. I couldn't feel the pain. All my focus was on Isaac. Something was so wrong. The nurses started whispering. One went to Dr. Freeman. When they came back, his voice changed. His posture was not like before. 
Mrs. Nova, who tests you every day? He asked. I turned to look at Isaac. He was staring at his feet. Why? I asked. We, um, we have found two things, Mrs. Nova. The first one is that you're pregnant. Congrats to you both. But I think you both knew that news. The nurses looked at each other, holding something back. What's the other thing? I asked. My world felt frozen in time. What? Tell me I thought. I thought so many things. What could they have found? I just want them to tell me. One of the nurses stepped toward me. The test whoever has been testing you, um, lied to you and the government, she says. My face showed my confusion. Nabri, you're positive, Dr. Freeman says. How can that be? I've been fine. I've, I've only lived with my husband. He's fine, right? My heart races. How could I get it? I've been around so many people here. Could I get them sick? We followed every rule, law, or whatever was issued. I say louder. Isaac is still looking at his feet. What will you do to us? Isaac mumbles. <clears throat> Several things due to you both following rules. No one else here has been exposed, but I'm surprised, Mr. Nova, that you're alive or not even showing symptoms. Tests will need to be done um, on both of you, more, and your child. This will be the first child born in the last five months, but you might have to be separated indefinitely. I don't make all the rules. Mrs. Nova, we need to take you into the other room for testing now for your child's safety, Dr. Freeman says. Can I please um, talk to my husband first, please? I say. You have ten minutes. I'll get the room ready, he replies. They left us alone. I had a million things to say, but I kept quiet. At least for the first minute. You lied to me. Isaac, how could you? I threw... I threw my glass of water on the table, shattering it and gripping my hands. I could have killed you. Why? I love you. There's nothing that could have pulled me away from that. You're worth it. You'd risk dying to live with me? Dang it, Isaac. What's going to happen to the baby? Calm down. We'll figure it out. No. One of us will be separated from the other two. We shouldn't have met or gotten married or had a baby. My grandmother was wrong. We can't fix this together. Do you even know what they'll do to our child, Isaac? Huh? They could take the baby from us and kill it like how my siblings died. I wish I, I, wish I wouldn't have met you. We sat there both crying. What would happen next after I went through those doors? Would I ever see my child or Isaac? I prayed that it would be in God's hands. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I lied, but I believe our child will be safe. Nab, look at me. He took my hands. I love you. I died f I would die for you and our child. He kissed my forehead and helped get the glass out of my hand and bandaged, bandaged it up. 
I finally calmed down. My heart was at peace. I forgave him. I knew it was because he loved me. We walked to the doors together. I love you, he says as he kisses my cheek. I'll see you in a few minutes, goof. I laugh. I walked through the door, unaware of what could happen. Isaac stands looking in from the glass window. Mrs. Nova, please sit. We have our sonogram machine ready, the nurse says. I breathe in. The screen turns from black to see a miracle inside. Are you ready to see your babies? Dr. Freeman says. Babies? I say. Yes. See, here's one, and here's two. I turn to see Isaac, and I hold up a two. My smile was so big, my face hurt. More whispers. They're boarding soon. Only one. We have to right now. Excuse me. Is everything okay? We have to put an IV in you, Miss Nova. This time, I felt the needle. Objects twisted in turns. Reds turned to blues. Greens turned pink. The bright light outshined the knife's reflection. The room was continuously spinning, then stopped. The first cry came out. My eyes saw a glimpse of a red-headed baby. Wait, I yell. The other one, she needs to be born in the... Mumbled words covered the last half of the sentence. Can I hold my baby? I cry. No, no. Don't, don't get up, Dr. Freeman. Are they ready for us? We need to leave now, yells a nurse. The cries echoed in my head. Please, please, my baby. It's, is it a boy or a girl? I cry. It's a girl. Can I please kiss her? The doctors and nurses looked at each other, una unable to think. Mrs. Nova, you could kill her if you kiss her. Blackness started to cloud my eyes. Isaac, please, I yell. I get up slowly, yet suddenly, reaching to touch my daughter's hand. Life was given, yet touch is deadly. I was pulled away and rushed out. The room where Isaac stood was in disarray. He tried so hard to break through. Isaac fought to get to his wife and other child. The air was still as was time. Slowly in front of his eyes, his little family was gone. All that was left in the room was a copy of a sonogram slowly falling to the floor and a crying baby. He was left in the dust. Nibri and her unborn child was taken to the secret location. Her eyes saw and only heard from the shadows. An oxygen mask was placed over her face. The shift of doctors and nurses changed, leaving her alone with strangers. Young and old sit side by side, just along for the ride. A year's plan at work finally happening. Fire rumbles and gas scream. Metal shakes and rattle. The first spaceship with human cargo launches. The ship finally docks to its resting place forever for the next human race. Nabri's ha hazed mind sees the face of her second daughter, the first child born in space, Astra Nova. End of chapter nine.